Hello and welcome to Hard Knuckle Truth. I'm your host, David Eric Williams. This is 15 minutes of unscripted, unedited talk. Things that are on our mind, my mind anyway, today. I wanted to just touch a little bit on uh, looking back what I was talking about yesterday with the um, controlling the narrative. And the idea or the point I was making when I was talking about the Constitutional Convention and the way that the uh, the non-federalists captured the narrative and rebranded the uh, true federalists and called them the anti-federalists. So the neo-federalists uh, took the name and used it. Well, we see, you know, the same thing today, obviously. One of the things that comes to mind, of course, is the COVID-19 lies. But how about the insurrection, so-called insurrection, January 6th? That, if 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 there is no other example, that would be a grand example of what I'm talking about, how someone, the ruling elite, has uh, tried to control the narrative and turn this bunch of rabble-rousers. Uh, it, would, it, was not, it was not an insurrection. That's just absurd to suggest that somehow the uh, events that took place on January 6th of this year at the capital of the United States of America was an insurrection. That's, that's, that's insane. That's ridiculous. Much as, like I said before, it was really more of a, uh, uh, in, in common, had more in common with a drunken frat party than an insurrection. And anybody who believes that it was a true, actual attempt to overthrow the government of the United States of America is an, is an idiot. They're asinine. And uh, our ruling elite doesn't really believe that, but they want you to believe it. But anyway, that's enough about the uh, idea of, of controlling the narrative. I will say this, however, <clears throat> what's interesting is that the uh, techno giants that have made it possible for the common man to be a contributor to the, uh, to the narrative here in the meta-modern age, uh, strangely enough, maybe it isn't strange because they're part of the ruling elite, part of the oligarchy, they, although they have supplied the technology and the platforms, etc., to uh, move from the postmodern age to the meta-modern age, they are attempting to forestall that that change, and are using postmodern uh, tactics to try and drive the narrative. Now, let's move on from that. Uh, Fauci in the news again, as usual. When are they going to get rid of this guy? This is ridiculous. This guy, he's uh, really has nothing of any value to say. He's talking about a variant that's worse than Delta. Uh, he's uh, this was in the Zero Hedge Fund. Fauci dials fear to eleven as emergency lambda strain appears to more resistant to vaccine, and uh, he's he, obviously Fauci is never consistent, and uh, is this, I don't know why. Again, I don't know why anyone listens to this guy. But um, the, the drumbeat, the narrative, the story that they continue to push is you got to get vaccinated. And you must be vaccinated in order to stop this uh, horrible plague, this COVID-19, this SARS-CoV-2 plague, and all these different variants. But then Fauci, of course, comes out and says, well, yeah, but these different uh, variants don't seem to be, uh, the, the vaccination is not as effective as it should be. But what... Um, what is being completely ignored is the fact that the vaccinated folk are not only able to catch the disease and to spread it, but they suffer from 
the um, the effects of Fauci talks about this in here, what is called long COVID and so forth. Now, uh, I have heard from several folks that I work with, for instance, that, well, yes, but if you take the vaccine, it's going to mitigate the the severity of the symptoms, which, again, there's no proof of that at all. And in, if you read the um, the information that's provided by the vaccine manufacturers, they, they say that's a possibility. They don't say that it actually is going to happen. They say it's a possibility. Uh, and that's, again, there's no proof of that. But the symptoms, the severity of the symptoms is mild for the vast majority of the people who catch the SARS-CoV-2, who develop COVID-19. Those symptoms are very mild for the vast majority of the people anyway. So the vaccine, the vaccine is basically worthless. And this is something that I was uh, commenting on back, I don't know, whenever, you can probably hear me pouring my coffee cup. Boy, I tell you, this this microphone, I mentioned that I'm back to just, or not back, but just using the, the inbuilt, the built-in mic and uh, some basic software here. So I'm not going to be trying not to comment too much on that. I'm, I'm not really a techie, but I do enjoy uh, the kind of tech that we have available today. So the, the, the vaccines don't they're not supposed to prevent you from catching the virus, according to the manufacturer's information. You can go look out on the, the Pfizer site, for instance, for yourself, Moderna, the others. Go look. Look up there, unless they've pulled it since I looked at it. Uh, you'll find uh, a PDF on these sites that will give you a breakdown of what the vaccine is supposed to do and not do. And it's not supposed to keep you from getting the virus. There's no proof that it... Uh, lessens the severity of the symptoms. And again, we're talking about a virus that from the get-go, we have known it is uh, very mild for most people. It's when you have, it's the demographic of 65 and over, especially even in the 75 and over, that you have a lot of problems or you can have problems. And even then, uh, I have relatives in their 80s who had the COVID-19 uh, had all the classic symptoms, loss of taste and smell, etc. Went in, were tested, etc., and did fine. And this was a, a relative who, in their 80s, with a heart condition, and uh, within a week was was over the, the symptoms. And that was my experience as well. Within a week, I was actually five days, and I kept a diary on this whole thing. Uh, five days I was over the, the primary symptoms. Now, one of the things that isn't discussed much is the empirical proof, and by it's not a study, it's just, uh, I guess you'd call it anecdotal evidence, that in Israel, for instance, which is probably the most highly vaccinated nation on earth, uh, they have a uh, 85% vaccination rate among adults. And I think when I'm looking at this uh, article in Deseret News, and this was um, published July 20. So it's a, it's a little older. It's not uh, brand new information, but uh, Israel has been having a recent coronavirus outbreak. And what is most striking about this is that about 60% of the nation's entire population, 9.3 million, has received at least one vaccine dose. Among adults, about 85% have been vaccinated. And what the report what this article is saying is that Israel's vaccinated community is five times larger than its unvaccinated community, and yet they're seeing a tremendous outbreak 
of the virus. Uh, 84% of the new cases are vaccinated people. So, I mean, the, the virus is, it's not that it's evading the vaccine. It's not even a vaccine. One of these days we'll have to talk about that as well. It's not that it's evading the vaccine. It's just that the vaccine wasn't designed to stop you from getting sick. It's not, that's not what it was made to do. Uh, the hope was that it would mitigate the symptoms. So, you know, Fauci's out there spouting um, gloom and doom, but uh, Biden administration is trying to frame any new outbreaks as a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. But um, the truth is, and, and again, reading from this article in, uh, in uh, Zero Hedge Fund, this was actually came out August 5th, which is today, this morning. And, um, oh, let me drop down here to uh, McClatchy article. Recent data shows that vaccinated people who still get infected with the Delta variant also have high viral loads and can spread it to others, even when they are showing symptoms or experiencing mild, mild disease. But, it, you know, there's this, if they're not showing symptoms, that's another issue, this whole idea that there's an asymptomatic spread, there's no proof of that. There's, that's, that's never before in the... Uh, uh, cases of, of any kind of viral disease, it's the asymptomatic spread is pretty much unheard of. It just isn't something that happens. It's not a common issue. Yeah, I'm not saying it never happens, but but people who are sick get other people sick. And if you don't have symptoms, you aren't sick. You may have the virus on board, but your body is taking care of it. So we have uh, uh, Fauci with his usual gloom and doom. But the truth is that the vaccine is not really doing the trick. It's not doing anything to uh, mitigate the spread of the virus. But the Biden administration, our government officials are trying to tell us that it's because people aren't vaccinated. That's why the, uh, the virus is around. I have another article I want to touch on here. This is, uh, again, in, in Zero Hedge Fund. And this is, uh, I think this was uh, drawn from... A Fox News uh, an op-ed piece there from uh, Rand Paul, and uh, it's titled "They Can't Arrest Us All." Senator Rand Paul urges Americans to resist Pelosi and the petty tyrants. And for goodness' sake, yes. Now the whole point of me talking about driving the narrative was number one that we should use the, every means we have possible at, at, our, at our disposal, such as this podcast. Which uh, the, so far the audience has been very, very supportive. Both of you have said so that you enjoy the podcast. But uh, uh, podcasts, videos—you probably get deleted from YouTube as I have. And but the point is, there's just just in conversation. If that's all you can do. You need to be standing firm for the truth, and I agree with uh, with uh, Rand Paul here. They can't arrest us all. They can't keep all your kids home from school. But you know, I got to tell you something right now. Who cares about the schools? The truth is, let's just close the dad uh, gum schools and uh, public schools. And I understand uh, not everybody has has options there, and so. Uh, I'm not being heartless and, and suggesting that in, say, you know, whatever, an inner city school where these kids, they don't have supportive parents, they don't have uh, the financial means for private schooling or, or the wherewithal for homeschooling. I remember reading a, a book by, I don't remember the author now, but uh, uh, she was a kind, of a, kind, of a, kind of a progressive uh, mindset concerning homeschooling. But one thing she said in her book, uh, 
Well, I, I wish I could remember the title. I have to, maybe I'll come back next time because this is unscripted. I don't, I don't, I don't take much of notes beforehand. But one thing she said in this book is that you, student, would be better off staying home, watching TV, and reading magazines all day, uh, as long as it was heavy to the reading, than than you would be in the school, in the public school system. Just that you would not have the love of learning crushed out of you. Uh, John Taylor Gatto talks about the same thing, that you know, the public school system is not designed to educate, but to uh, put you into the box that is, it is appropriate or, or usable for the central power and the industrial uh, uh, powers that be. That they want subservient citizens and subservient workers. They don't want people who can think or will think for themselves. So let's, I don't care, you know, Paul, uh, Rand Paul wants the schools open, whatever. Uh, my point is that they're better off to be closed, and the Christian community, for instance, should step in with alternatives uh, at no cost, if necessary, for those who are suddenly displaced from uh, the only education they've ever known. But uh, uh, what uh, Paul is talking about here is, is just basically telling Pelosi, telling Biden, telling those who would try to force the continued uh, fear and and control upon the American public based upon the faux-demic, uh, telling them to stick it. Just forget it. I'm not going to do it. We should be fed up. We should ignore what Fauci says. The guy, I, I, just, I, still, I just cannot believe that he's still in the position that he's in. He should be booted, but, you know, that's whatever. What I think is happening, frankly... This is, as I have long, for several years now, felt that the trend is toward decentralization. We are not seeing a trend towards greater concentration of power. There's that attempt, and I'm almost out of time here. But what I think we're seeing is the last gasp of the old guard. The ruling elite are using tactics that are common to the postmodern era, But we, the, the common public, the common man, uh, have the means to combat that uh, in this meta-modern age, and we need to do so. We need to do so by getting information out there, but we cannot just roll over and, and do what we're told. It's high time, way past time. We have, we have leadership uh, at every level right now who we can rally behind, like, uh, for instance, Senator Rand Paul, but at our state and local levels, that we, we have to search out that leadership, we have to support that leadership that is saying, this is ridiculous. It's, it's been uh, well over, what is over 18 months now of this uh, foolishness. We've seen that the PCR test is of no value. We see that the vax is a bunch of baloney, and I see that I'm out of time. So we'll be back with you tomorrow.